consider myself to be a fanatic because I just can't seem to put the topic down. I'm, I'm always willing to talk about it with anyone in the profession at any level, whether it's a, a brand new person coming out of school or a chief procurement officer who wants to talk strategy. I don't really care about it. I'm just, I'm just, I love the, the topic. I love the industry. I love everything about it. So yeah, I'm a fanatic. Welcome to the World of Procurement podcast, where we talk all things procurement, supply chain, and commercial contract management. I'm your host, Daniel Barnes. Today, we have Michael Cadeau on the podcast. Michael is a fanatic, a procurement fanatic, obsessed with making procurement cool. And he's doing this in so many ways. He puts wonderful amounts of content out, mainly on LinkedIn. But in addition to that, he's also the founder of the Procurement Foundry. Procurement Foundry is a community of procurement professionals from all sorts of very diverse backgrounds and industries and sectors. But the real beauty with Procurement Foundry is that all conversations within Procurement Foundry via the app Slack are all real time there's real time collaboration partnership and discussions if you've got an issue you can post it and you're gonna get a response from someone who's more than likely an expert or someone else who's doing it right now who might be able to give their viewpoint it's massively insightful completely confidential and if you've not checked out the procurement foundry yet if you've not signed up it's all free by the way definitely go and do that but let's just jump into the podcast now let's find out a little bit why mike is a procurement fanatic and let's just do a quick short deep dive with lots of information into what procurement foundry is what it's doing what it wants to do i think you guys are really going to love this if you're passionate about procurement so yeah, let, let's just let's just get going. I, I am just going to ask one quick question about yourself, though, because you call yourself a procurement fanatic, and you you like making procurement cool. Is this kind of why you wanted to set something up like the procurement foundry? Yeah, absolutely. I um, I I consider myself to be a fanatic because I just can't seem to put the topic down. I'm I'm always willing to talk about it with anyone in the profession at any level, whether it's a a brand new person coming out of school or a chief procurement officer who wants to talk strategy. I don't really care about it. I'm just, I'm just, I love the the topic. I love the industry. I love everything about it. So yeah, I'm a fanatic. Um, and then, and then, you know, the goal there was with creating procurement foundry was to create a community where other people could come together. Other practitioners could come together because I really didn't see anything built for the practitioners to help them along. And quite honest, I, I wanted to, I wanted to be able to talk to people and I wanted to be able to get value out of collaboration with other people for my own personal use. But then I felt I, I knew how valuable that would be to the community as well. So that's why we started it. So is, so procurement foundry is there to really help practitioners, regardless of their seniority, whether they're a junior buyer or a chief procurement officer, collaborate is, is that the, the main idea behind it yeah yeah i mean it absolutely it's the main the main idea behind it. it it's it's the driving force why we don't charge for membership fees but it's also the driving force for why we vet the people that we have coming into the procurement foundry and we don't leave it open-ended like some of the other communities 
we want to make sure that the quality of the conversation that you're having inside of the procurement foundry is with actual other peers in the industry and in and in uh, practitioners, whether that's in supply chain management, uh, direct procurement, indirect procurement, uh, whether that's on spend topics or on you know general topics like sustainability, uh, vendor uh, vendor sourcing, uh, data analytics. We don't really care. We just want to make sure that the the quality of the conversation that's taking place and the engagements that's taking place in there is valuable and. And you're absolutely right. We run the gamut from, you know, people coming out of graduate school all the way up to CPOs. And the beauty part about not being, not having a financial uh, inhibitor with a membership fee or something like that, is that when we started to design this thing, we knew that senior leadership who make really good money associated with the the length of their career. We knew that they'd be able to afford maybe you know $19.99 or $29.99 a month, but they're asking questions and, and asking for support inside of a, a global community where there might be a senior associate in Mumbai who's working on that, but making relatively small dollars and can't afford that monthly membership, but has the answer for that person. So we, we had to make the community so that everybody who is qualified can come in and share the value proposition and, and share the knowledge. Yeah, that's great. I mean, a lot of your, well, all, your, all of your conversations within Procurement Foundry are based through Slack, the application that you can also use on your phones, laptops, desktops, whatever. In terms of the conversations that are going on in the Procurement Foundry, I mean, what are people talking about? Is it pretty much, like you say, everything in direct, indirect, the whole supply chain management piece? I mean, are there some really good conversations happening in there? Yeah, so so the way we structured it inside, right now we've got about 80 different uh, collaboration channels taking place. Um, and they're, they're starting to break out into um, different areas. One of them is obviously geography, because although we're a global organization, we like to place people geographically. So we, for example, have you know channels for local chapters in London, New York City, Chicago, uh, Bangalore now, Canada. Um, so we, we have conversations that are pay, taking place regionally because it is a community, not just a conversation around spend. But then we also have conversations taking around conversation uh, channels taking place around spend categories. So for example, the largest individual spend category right now is around technology, probably because of my background. But we've got over 750 technology buyers in one digital room sharing and asking and collaborating on an hour to hour basis now, which is a really interesting social experiment. But then we're also got uh, areas where people can come in on specific topics like spend analytics, right? Spend analytics crosses indirect, direct, and supply chain management. And we want to make sure that we give everybody an opportunity, whether they're whether they're looking for a specific area, like, hey, I need to go help with negotiation on a specific vendor population. I need to know who to invite to my RFP in my category, whether that's IT or corporate travel or workplace, things like that. Or I want to learn more about data analytics so I can go into the data analytics room or 
hey, I'm in London and I want to learn, you know, I don't know who the practitioners are in London and I can join the London room and talk to people about what's going on in London in case I'm looking for a job or a new opportunity, right? Uh, and then we also have, you know, just the general community building uh, areas where we've got things like the reading room where people are telling us about what they're, what they're reading right now. We've got something called the water cooler where people are posting up images of their weekend. We just had a, a send us pictures of your, of your pet uh, weekend. So we really try to make it a community while at the same time giving them access to real knowledge and real access to peers so that they can dive into deep conversations if they need to. And then because of the fact that we chose Slack, uh, it gives them the ability to take that one step further and go, okay, I'm inside of a collaboration community with 700 people right now, but I can very easily click and go down to an individual conversation with direct messaging and take this private if I want to. So it's, it's a really dynamic situation. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective of coming onto the procurement foundry, I, I might not be the most active poster, but I've gone through so many of those channels just to have a read. And it's not just one word or one sentence sort of engagements about an, an issue. There's comprehensive answers there. There's there's sources, there's suggestions, there's real collaboration going on. I think it's probably one of the it's probably the most exciting thing I've seen in terms of a collaborative effort in procurement. It's, it kind of blows my mind that people are willing to be open. I mean, because th this industry is quite close to, people play their cards quite close to their chest in this industry. So it, it's nice to see. I mean, is that something you want to promote? Is that let's not be holding all the information to ourselves. Let's try and share it and, here's the platform where you can share it very openly, but also very securely. Uh, if you don't want to share too much, you can go into those little one-on-one -on -one sort of meeting rooms digitally and have a bit more of a confidential um, chat. Yeah. I mean, listen, I don't, uh, so first off, I think the industry historically is based on a very difficult ability to be able to create community and collaborate. Right. I mean, if you look at the way our industry has been designed for the last couple of decades, it's really designed around the conference. I mean, the only engagement that we really have with outside forces other than our own procurement organizations is, uh, is, is at conferences, right? For the most part uh, is, where, is where you found outside references to be able to actually do a benchmark or even have a conversation with somebody. Because inside of your own procurement organization, you tend to be the specialist in whatever your niche is, right? Whether it's facilities, whether it's you know materials buying, whether it's IT buying, you're the only person in your company that tends to be the expert in technology acquisition, if that's what you do. But to be able to now, with the technology that's available to us, like Slack and other collaboration platforms, to now be able to sit in a room with 700 people around the world who all share your same responsibilities, now opens that up to, to hey, what are people, you know, how are people, you know, I'm looking for a specific vendor community inside of a segment. I'm looking for RFP ideas. I'm looking for, you know, negotiation tactics, right? We're certainly not trying to create an organization or a platform where um, <clears throat> where people are sharing and breaking confidentiality because we do have a charterhouse rules mentality to this whole thing. And people have to, you know, click through and approve the terms and conditions of the usage of the platform. But at the same time, we do love the fact that the engagement is enormous. I mean, I, we have about 
35 to 40 percent of our community engages in procurement boundary every week which is just an astronomical number against uh, a, a lot of the other engagement platforms that are out there yeah i think that's a, a really powerful and it's good to hear you talking about bringing all that collaboration together there's one thing i just wanted to touch on because you obviously said about how you know procurement professionals typically only get to meet people outside of their organization if they're going to a conference and i just wanted to talk about what procurement foundry are doing in that space whether it's events or meetups or i think you've got some some like squad yeah. ups or something like that I, I, could you just go through some of like the the events that you are doing with procurement foundry and what they're yeah, so, about. So we had, we've always had a, a concept to have a multi-tiered approach to content, right? And in, in the tier one aspect of the content, the content that's created by the, by, by the community members, um, you know, collaborating with each other. So like you said, we have people that come in and they get lost inside of procurement foundry for a weekend just reading through the conversations that are taking place and learning. I, I had an MBA student who told me, I spent an entire weekend inside of one of the channels and learned more in a weekend than I had in the last four years. And that's just, that's just what's happening with the natural flow of the conversations of the partners. But one of the, I mean, of the, of the members, but, but we also realized that we wanted to have kind of a tier two to the content model as well, which is, we wanted to create original content so that our members could consume subject matter expertise. And we do that through Procurement Foundry's original content series. We started with webinars. We've, we've done AMA events with subject matter experts, which is unscripted 45 minute, you know, random questions from CPOs. Uh, we've also now started to create uh, series of content. So we just launched last month something called Topics and Technology, which is a series of panel discussions, one a month for the remainder of the year, right? Uh, and then we've moved into uh, most recently, this is probably the thing that's right now uh, the biggest for us is Forge, which is our online uh, collaboration conferencing uh, event. So we're actually hosting a full day industry conference for just our procurement foundry members fully free and we'll probably have about 500 attendees to that but then in addition to that you mentioned the squad up thing that is also part of our strategy on this original content which is yes we love the fact that you can come in and collaborate on the individual channels but we want to give you an opportunity to have face-to-face real-time voice interaction so we created the squad up initiative where every day at 11 o'clock Eastern time, we have uh, different squads that meet on different topics and it's small room, small group, 15 people, only 15 seats uh, where you can come in and have a peer to peer roundtable discussion about a particular topic. Like for example, we're recording this this morning. In two hours, I've got a squad up meeting with the, with the, uh, the, uh, HR and benefits squad, and we're going to be talking about transient labor, right? It's the topic for the day. And we'll have eight or 10 people in there talking about transient labor. So if that's what you do and that's what you need help with that day, or if you just want to come in and learn about the transient labor market, you can come in and lurk in the room as opposed to collaborating through the channel. So we really, we're really striving to create a lot of different opportunities 
for people to consume content in different ways. Yeah, it's great. I think it, from my perspective, I see it working for both more introverted and extroverted people. They've, they've got a way of getting knowledge either way. I mean, Mike, how do people sign up to a procurement foundry? It's probably something we haven't covered. And it's probably a good way to finish off the conversation. How, how can people get involved? Just let them know. Yeah, absolutely. So, so procurement foundry is, as we mentioned, uh, the, an online collaboration community for practitioners only. So we don't allow any sell side people in. You have to be a buy side person. You can go to our uh, our website, which is www.procurementfoundry.com. And right on the front page is the membership sign up form. We do ask a questionnaire so that we can actually vet all of our members. Uh, we've had about 4,000 people sign up. We've only let about 3,000 people in. As you can imagine, when you get this many procurement and sourcing people together collaborating, the sales organizations would love to have access to that, right? So uh, if, you, if you go to the website and you sign up, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take your membership application in, we'll vet it to make sure you are actually a practitioner, and then you'll get an invitation to join the Slack community uh, with some recommendations on where to start and what content to start looking at, probably within a day or two. Right now, we're actually doing that every, every, we're doing it a couple times a day because we've got a very, very active COVID-19 collaboration channel that's taking place with about 350 people. And we wanna try and get people in there as fast as possible to help with sourcing and supplying. But usually we check the membership requests on a daily basis. So it takes us about 24 to 36 hours to go through and vet people, but that's how they can get involved with uh, Procurement Foundry if they wanna be part of the active collaboration community. Yeah, that's great, Mike. Well, I just want to say thanks for jumping on, talking all things Procurement Foundry. I think it's probably one of the most exciting things in the world of procurement at the moment because, let's face it, not enough people are putting out content. There's just not enough out there that allows people to get engaged with content and collaboration. That's free as well. So thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. I really appreciate it. it. Good luck with the podcast, and uh, I'm excited to see where you take this. Mike delivered so much value around what Procurement Foundry is and gave a bit of a deep dive into what it is, how it operates and where he wants it to go and why he's such a procurement fanatic, why he's obsessed with, with making procurement cool. I, I really like the guy. He, he, he talks with such passion around this profession and I think we need to embody that sort of passion far more often within our workplaces. We really need to champion what procurement does and the strategic and operational value that it can bring. And he's, well, Mike has created this wonderful platform, Procurement Foundry, that allows us internally within our profession to champion so many different ways of doing things, different case studies. And if you're just stuck on something, someone in there will know the answer. So I found this really valuable and I, I hope you got a lot out of it. Check them out at the Procurement foundry.com you find them linkedin you you'll be able to find them and and sign up i hope you're really enjoying the podcast that we've had a diverse range of guests in our initial episodes it's only going to get better and better with time and it, it would be incredible wherever you listen to your podcast if it's 
Apple Podcasts, Spotify. If you could go and leave a, a five-star review, let us know what you're, you're liking about the podcast, maybe what you don't like, because like, feedback is really crucial to making this a powerful platform for, for knowledge sharing. And maybe ask a question or two, or let us know who you would like to have on the podcast, or whether you want to. If you want to jump on, I'm all game for that. And I'll talk to you very soon, my friends. Goodbye.